Hold the presses. This just it. Breaking news. Breaking news. Tell me your name. At least tell me your name. The Zone 105.9. WRKS. 25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun. Two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Welcome into this Monday edition of the show, the Matt Wyatt Show. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance in all 82 counties across the great state of Mississippi. We also get on the air and stay connected with you around the clock because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire, customer-inspired. A couple of great Mississippi companies right there that I mentioned to you, Farm Bureau and C Spire, and they are um, working like crazy uh, to do everything they need to do to support uh, the folks here in our state during this time. All right, so uh, welcome in. If you're joining uh, on the radio, hey to you, first time back after a week of absence, kind of took a uh, what was intended to be a short spring break that then got extended for different reasons, and we'll talk about that. Um, if you're watching and tuning in on Facebook, hey to y'all, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. And then also, hey to everybody on Periscope Twitter. If y'all are tuning in and you're watching the stream, I got the numbers up here for you. Those are going to be important today, potentially, as um, you know, there may be some times on the show where we need a little help, <laughs> where we need uh, your texts and we really need your phone calls and uh, you know, talk to some folks. And we're going to do that. We're going to get some folks on the phone today also. <clears throat> but um, as you heard, if you were able to tune in to the Gridiron today live, if you weren't, uh, then this may be news to you. But uh, our man Roger, my friend, our coworker here at uh, WRKS The Zone, who you heard his voice every day here on the show, it seems like, for just about every day for the, the better part of two years, not quite a, a full two years, but the better part of two years. Uh, Roger Lamb uh, went home to be with the Lord last week um, on Wednesday. That would be March the 11th. Late that night, it was unexpected, and uh, so we we lost Roger. Um, I know that in the last week, um, or like right away, there were a lot of things that popped up on social media. Um, really nice comments and words and and thoughts from people. You who listen to this show, you listen to the Gridiron, you've listened to Bo Bounds for years in the mornings, you listen to Jake in the afternoons, and you support us. And immediately, you guys, men, women, everybody began reaching out and and tweeting and and posting um, based on what you had heard and 
that we had lost Roger. And those things, I just want everybody to know if you were one of those. And even if you weren't, but you had it in your heart and you didn't actually type it up, which I totally understand. Uh, first and foremost, just can't say thanks enough to every single one of you who, and I, I feel like I probably speak for others uh, here who were on a lot of those tweets and texts and things, uh, Chris and and Beaver, who is now uh, for the foreseeable and permanently sitting in for Roger here on this show. Beaver's really going to be working hard every day. Um, the fact is there's, you couldn't go hire one person to replace Roger. You couldn't do it. But if you were going to try, probably hire Beaver. <laughs> um, but I know he was in on that. You know, Bo and Jake and everybody have seen has been able to see uh, your reaction. Um, and that has been a great help to me. I can speak for me, and I think it probably speaks for them too. It's been a great help to me to see all those comments on Facebook and all those tweets and encouragements and pats on the back. Um, <clears throat> because we needed it. Uh, everybody was emotional and still are, you know, here it is Monday the 16th and we've got so much going on in our world around us. But the fact is, um, you know, I, I, my emotions have been tied up in, uh, losing Roger and losing a friend and, and somebody that I talk to every day. And what's been interesting has been finding out that, you, you know, Roger had a, a way of kind of making me feel like, you know, I was his best buddy. <laughs> and it turns out I wasn't the only one. Uh, he had a lot of people in his life who um, he had a way of making them feel like, you know, he they were kind of his best buddy, uh, which is a really a great quality to have. Um, it really is. If you would like to join me here, and, and look, we're on for two hours here on this Monday. This is our first show back, um, you know, in a week. And if you'd like to join me here uh, in this hour and talking and honoring Roger, feel free. I want you to text me on the uh, Country Please and text line, that number 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Please text me on the country, please, and text line. Also, I'd love to hear your voice um, on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment, Madison and Jackson. 995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059. So feel free to give me a call. I was able um, to uh, flip on and, and hear the... Uh, uh, latter portion of the gridiron. Now, let me just say uh, to Chris Brooks and to you, Beaver. Beaver, y'all that are listening, Beaver's here right now. and Beaver knew Roger very well and looked up to him. And we're all having a hard time with it. But Beaver saw him every day. And uh, and it's a tough subject for, for Beaver here as well. But, um, but Chris and Beaver just did such a great job. Y'all, I, I, um, I know that there was this interesting juxtaposition of a sports writer. I'm not even going to name him here on my show. I'm not going to give him the dignity of saying his name on the air on my show. But there's a sports writer who actually, I learned, did spend some time in the Jackson area 15, 20 years ago who tweeted some pretty negative things about local sports radio during this time. 
It was a very, it was a horrible take. I know it was brought up on Chris's show, but let me tell you, you listen to about half an hour of Chris and Beaver on a day like today, when there is so much just weirdness and uncertainty and loss and I mean, I don't even know if there are enough words to describe it. And listen to the job that they did. Chris and Beaver, for those hours, listen to the job that they did. It was so good. And if you are listening to my voice, please understand how fortunate you are to have them and to have us. Because we're one of you. We're we're not somebody sitting up in a high chair out on one coaster or the other that's streaming down to you down the line from uh, several hundred or thousand miles away expecting you to care about what we say. We are somebody who, when I walk out the door when this show is over, I'm going to see you. And I'm going to see you at church this weekend. It, or <laughs> in a normal circumstance, I would. And Chris is going to see you at the ballpark. Y'all know him personally. And listening to the job that Chris and, and Beaver were able to do today, man, they did such a great job. They really did. Texts and phone calls coming in. So here's what I'm going to do. I, I want to say a couple things real quick. we got plenty of time today, and then I'm coming to you. Um, Roger, as you all know, had a phenomenal, phenomenal sense of humor. If you're watching the stream, stream right now on Facebook or on Twitter, you've seen a bunch of pictures that were sent to me by my man, Dr. Brojo right there in the state hat. You see him in the picture. Uh, he sent me a bunch of pictures. They went to a wax museum. <laughs> and Roger, uh, he put on the poncho and he posed with the Clint Eastwood. Uh, you know, man with no name deal. And he sat down on the bench next to Tom Hanks <laughs> in the Forrest Gump uh, part of the wax museum. He posed here. You can see there he, he posed with Dolly. Uh, part in which was probably the highlight for Roger of the Wax Museum. He's got one here where he's posing with John Wayne. Uh, Roger had a great sense of humor. And I think one of the things I loved most about talking with him every day and being on the air with him every day was that he loved to laugh. You know, I think about that scene and that the guy singing that song in Mary Poppins, I love to laugh. <laughs> and Roger could have sung that. On bad days, stuff was breaking down when he didn't feel good. He'd laugh. He loved to laugh. And I just appreciated that about him so much from day one of getting to meet him and work with him. He loved music. Um, we're going to talk with uh, John Brazier, JB, Dr. Brojo, in a bit, who did his funeral service. Um, officiated his funeral service on Saturday. And he, he can tell you stories about last week, just a day or two before Roger went to heaven, uh, having dinner with him and watching Hee Haw and Roger singing along. He loved music. And we shared that. We really connected on that. Roger was an unbelievably hard worker. Ask the people at WRKS. Ask the people at any of the radio stations he's involved with here, he was an unbelievably hard worker. 
which I had a great appreciation for, when he didn't feel good at times. You know, when he's doing two things at once. There were times I'd sit down in the studio in Jackson with Roger, and we're on the show, we go to a commercial break, and he'd jump up and go fix somebody's computer in the commercial break, come back and finish the show with me. Uh, Roger was a guy who had this ability to, as they say, put himself out there. Which, you know, people like me, we fight against that vulnerability by not putting ourselves out there personally and in other situations. Well, Roger didn't hesitate to do that. You didn't have to ask him what he was thinking or how he felt. He'd just tell you. He'd put himself out there. And, you know, I I appreciated so much uh, the folks at the at 105.9 The Zone for uh, teaming Roger and I up. Roger and I? Me and Roger. Teaming me and Roger up. Because I needed some, I needed someone like Roger in my life at the time when it happened. Um, it was a just a big transition going on in my life. From a lot of known to a lot of unknown. And I had developed uh, this wall around me, this barrier, if you want to call it that, around me, a wall of, I just kind of had built up this wall of, of very little trust for people uh, for a lot of reasons. Everybody is at arm's length. And man, it took Roger about, four days to bust that wall down and um, we became friends. And so I guess the biggest point in all of this for me is, you know, it changes the radio show permanently. Sure. It, it changes a work situation for me and a lot of folks permanently. Sure. But I'm just going to miss talking to him. I really am just going to miss it. He had a knack for texting me at night after I was already asleep <laughs> And he got a big kick out of that. And I had a knack for texting him back then in the mornings before he woke up because I was an early riser. And he got a kick out of that. And I've had several times I reach and pick up my phone or I get a text. And when I'm before I even look at the phone, I'm grabbing the phone and in my head it's Roger. And then it's shocking that it's not. So appreciate your thoughts and prayers, but especially for he and his family. And, uh, we are going to be okay because we're in good hands. All right. So uh, we'll get to the text on the country pleasing text line in a minute. Now over to the Divinity Equipment phone where Jason is hanging on. Hey, Jason, good to hear from you. Yeah. It's one of those days. Yep. One of those days. It's tough. Uh, I'm not going to say much, but. Uh, He's a lot of the reason I called. My, <laughs> easier to talk to him than it was, you know, talk on the radio and sure. figure out what what to say. And he was always the, the, the guy that got you going before you got on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jason. Listen, he sometimes he would be really busy. And, yeah. and I think it bothered him that he couldn't entertain more conversation with folks off the air before they got on the radio because <laughs> he really did enjoy that just as much as you did. Um, yeah, he was. 
I imagine Chicken Hawk and all the other people that call in regularly to say the same thing. Sure. That's right. Hey, uh, hey, and I appreciate your tweets too, Jason. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. I, I sent a few things over there. It's just, I wish that was a home and been able to go. Yeah. I know. Well, and hey, look, as far as the funeral, Jason, don't feel bad. It, it honestly was one of those things where, you know, their intention was for it to be a small thing, not oh, good. And, and just, you know, family. I'll be honest with you. I got a hold of the information. I didn't know that it was supposed to be maybe just, you know, family and close friends. And. I, I passed it along to one person who was also texting me asking about the arrangements. Um, and so I, when I went to the funeral, I parked. And like you say, it was small. It's a family cemetery, not family, but a small cemetery there outside of Pontotoc. I parked my car and I walk up and the first person I see standing there uh, already at the gravesite is John Bond. Who hey, Roger. Oh. And you know this. There's no other name I could bring up on this show that would make Roger light up more than John Bond. (laughs) Uh, So it was neat to see him there. Jason, thank you, buddy. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Call call me anytime. Lynn. Let's go to Lynn, who's hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone. Hey, Lynn. Hey, Matt. Hey, uh, sorry for you you and your coworkers and his family's loss. Uh, Tough time, I know. what you said earlier about him, it kind of, kind of was right. I didn't know him, obviously. I just called in. But as soon as he heard us, it was like it was just, he made me feel like we had a kid this year. Mm-hmm. And I've called other talk radio shows, and most of them times on screeners or whatever you call them, they're, they're, they're hard to talk to, and they're dismissive, and they're not real pleasant a lot of times. And he was anything but. He was just, he was really good at it. He really made you feel good. It just, going to be tough on y'all, I know, and I just want y'all to know you lost some prayers with y'all, man, and we're sorry for your loss. Lynn, I can't say thank you enough for listening and calling and for those words. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, man. Have a good show. You too. Look at here on the Divinity phone. It's straight off the Country Pleasing text line. It's someone who had a name that Roger loved above all the other texture names. Slippery when Rhett. <laughs> Rhett, Roger, Roger loved your name, man. You had a good one. Man, and I love that guy. Um, I used to also, a confession, I'm also Fluffy Bottom. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so you're dual. No, you're, well, he's gone. <laughs> okay, I got you. you know, um, but... With with Roger, I, I moved to Mississippi in 2013, and radio has always been a huge part of my life. Uh, my household was pretty bad to grow up in, and I escaped to the sounds of Top 40 and talk radio and coast-to-coast and things like that gave me solace and friendship. And when I moved to the Metro, I, I started looking or something like that. And Roger helped to create an environment and a product that felt like family. Mm-hmm. It was fun and centered around 
a, a focused idea of giving everyone a place to feel welcome and part of the conversation. Got all my jokes. I just, wow. I, I think forever, figuratively and literally, we'll remember that day as the day that sports stood still. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah. And I love you. I love Roger. All the all the prayers to his family. I uh, can't wait to see him again. Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate that call, man, so much, Rhett. Thank you so much. David, you're up next. Divinity Equipment phone line. David, what's up? Good morning. Uh, condolences to all of you all. Uh, I didn't know Roger, other than talking to Roger on the telephone. Mm-hmm. And... It just seems like I knew Roger. Uh, very knowledgeable about everything. Yeah. And uh, I, I, it, it really hurt me this morning when I heard it. Uh, for me not to really know anyone, and it affected me the way it did with Roger. And um, I just want to say hats off to you all. Roger was a super guy. And... Um, just condolences to you all. David, thank you so much. And, and I think you describe it perfectly. You know, it's amazing the effect it can have on us when we hear we someone hear- else's voice. And that's the way you were. You knew him by his voice. We'll keep it going. Appreciate those phone calls. We'll get to your text coming up on the Country Please and text line. Stick around. Back on the show. a boy, Beaver. Uh, Beaver, I know I, I, we did a lot of talking there, and and uh, you were kind of running the show behind the scenes, but um, you uh, your your schedule uh, just kicked up a whole other notch, didn't it? Well, this is Hart <clears throat> working his fanny off, but that's all right. Glad to have him. Uh, JC on Twitter says, thank you, Matt, for giving all of us a platform to express our condolences to Roger and family. Although most of us didn't know him, we felt like we were a part of the family because we listened to him or had text line interactions with him daily. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Um, it's really interesting, isn't it? Like I could show you these pictures. Like if you were to, if you're watching the stream right now on Facebook, or on Periscope, and you can see a picture of someone. Um, but th- just seeing a picture of someone, even if you see it and look at it a lot, over every day, 
it doesn't give you obviously the 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 feeling that you know them. If you were to, I don't know, watch some video, let's just say that you every day you were doing stuff and you turn this live stream on with no sound. So you could see me. You could see what I look like. See me moving around and different gestures and all that. And you can see, but you don't hear anything. You, even that doesn't give you the impression that you really know someone. But it's isn't it interesting about the human voice, and, and radio has always been a great example of that. And what so many of you are saying about Roger is an example of that, that you just felt like you knew him because you talked to him. You interacted. Some of you did, but also you just heard his voice. There's something about the human voice, hearing it. You don't have to see them. You don't have to be around them, but it makes you feel like you know them. It's uh, one of the really cool things about radio. Um, real quick here on the text line, there's a bunch of those. Gator Nation says, uh, just heard about Roger. So sorry, Matt. Have no words. Appreciate that. Uh, unnamed textures. Sorry to hear about Roger. May the comfort of God cover his family. The superior JR. Roger was the embodiment of the word jolly. That is a that's a great word to describe him, I believe. Uh, and how about this? One hundred grand says, "Hey Matt, it was just mind blowing to hear about Roger. I'm deeply sorry that he's gone. I hope you and Beaver and the rest of the crew will be able to move on. I normally ask for some sonic boom, but instead, can you play Mister Rogers' Neighborhood for old times' sake? Why don't we do that right now? It's a beautiful day. You remember how we would start the show? A lot of times we'd say, hey, we're also sitting here in Roger's neighborhood. A guy that knew him was good friends with Roger. Spent a lot of time with him. Listener to the show, to caller to many shows, and actually used to uh, work with us here in radio. Jables, JB. Dr. Brojo. JB, uh, you did a great job at the funeral service on Saturday, man. Hats off to you. Well, you're, you're kind. Um, it, was, it wasn't easy. Yeah. It wasn't easy at all. Uh, I was telling Beeb, you know, I think the toughest thing for, for us now is, is going on and living life. Uh, as I posted on your Facebook page a little bit ago, mm -hmm. uh, big lives leave big holes. And Roger was a huge life, and the uh, expanse and proportion of which we interacted on a daily and weekly basis. Uh, you know, I saw him as much as I see my wife and my 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 sons and my daughter and my grandson. I mean, he came and ate Christmas Eve dinner with us because his car was broke down and he couldn't get back to Pontiac, and then he came over and had New Year's Day. Uh, greens and black eyed peas with us and watch football. I mean, he, he became part of my family. And, uh, and that, that's, that to me is what's going to be the hardest. It's just like waking up this morning and flipping on Bo's show or listening to Chris or, you know, listening to Jake or whatever. And, you know, last week when Beeve got sick with bronchitis, and here comes the big jolly dude sits down at the desk and, and takes over. Mm -hmm. Um, I yeah. was reminded when I, first time i met him i was working with out of bounds and uh 
he came in and I thought, my God, did this guy play for the Oakland Raiders or something? Because he was huge, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then he opened his mouth and I went, okay, I do know you. You know, like you've been saying through the course of the show today, uh, I got to know him first from his voice mm-hmm. and, and just as eloquent and is, uh, Beautiful as that radio voice of his was, uh, his heart and soul were, were, were even better than that. Um, there's, there's a lot of things I could talk to you about Roger, but I think the things over the last two or three years that were very important to him were his church, uh, very active in his church. Uh, he had been named chair of Wells Fest, which is a huge, uh, musical gathering put on by Wells Church. At uh, every September and, uh, and he taught youth Sunday school and did youth Bible studies on Wednesday nights with him. And, uh, you know, not everybody, Matt, has a calling to do something like that. And in today's world, not every kid will sit and listen to somebody that they may not think is, you know, on their, on their stratosphere. Mm-hmm. But, um, Roger crossed so many of those proverbial lines that, um, that people just, you know, uh, aren't aware of the people that he helped that were, that were poor, uh, that didn't have places to stay. He let them live at his house, you know, mm-hmm. um, so just, just an all around good dude. And, and I can't begin to imagine what the folks at, at Alpha Media are going to have to, you know, Beave mm-hmm. is a great guy to be very, very talented, but I mean, there were so many things that Roger could do, uh, one of my good friends said, you know, he's like the best utility player ever in radio sports. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's so, about right. Well, hey, and you know, but, uh, um, you, you, I mentioned this earlier, uh, JV. You know, the funeral service this weekend in his home area of Pontotoc, you know, and I know it was intended to be a small gathering. And, uh, right. of course, and I got a hold of the information, and I, I didn't know. And I had one particular person texting me wanting the information, and I passed it along. So when I parked the other day at the cemetery on Saturday and I go driving up, I knew I was going to see you there, but you weren't the first person I saw there. The first person I saw there (laughs) was the John Bond standing there about five yards away from the gravesite. And I thought, man... What a sight, because honestly, and I mentioned this earlier, there's nobody else's name I could bring up that would make Roger light up quite like John Bond. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. We we would talk about that all the time. And and to be honest with you, my wife and I were sitting in our car when he drove up and he got out and I thought, well, he must must be an exec for the radio station that that nobody knows. And I looked real close and I said, Oh my God, that's number 13. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. uh, look, it was a blessing to have you guys there. And, and I was able to meet some of Roger's family. Um, and I, I think it made a huge difference for them that, um, that you and JB came up and, and that we were able to, to say our farewells that way. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of death in my days as a minister and, and it gets harder and harder as, uh, as we get older, especially with our family and friends. But uh, I tell you what, man, Roger loved life, and he would say to us, keep on living. Keep That's right. Keep on keeping on, you know. That's right. He would. Keep He'd on say that. It, so. Keep on keeping on. JB, Yeah. hey, 
appreciate you, and I got you. If you need me, you holler. All right, man. All right. I love you, buddy. I appreciate all you do. You too, man. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Rolling along on this Monday, a difficult Monday. Y'all stick around. All right. Back on the show. If you'd like to be a part of it, you certainly can, and I welcome it. So shoot me a text on the country pleasing text line, 885-ESPN, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. Kind of a tip of the cap to our friend and co-worker and co-host and producer and IT guy and, <laughs> and a little bit of everything, Roger Lamb, who went to be with the Lord last week. And so a lot about Roger today. I love hearing everybody's takes and uh, memories and things they thought about. Uh, So shoot me a text. Roger loved music. I picked out a song or two that I knew he loved. Um, This was one from George Jones. We talked about this one at one point. Kind of apropos. Red-headed stranger, a man in black and Folsom. Let's see, Grumpy said, saddened about Roger, what a talent, what a guy, a good soul, praying for him and his family. We will miss him. Who's gonna fill their shoes? Who's gonna fill their shoes? Who's gonna stand that tall? Who's gonna play the opera? And the Wabash Cannonball Who's gonna give their heart and soul To get to me and you Lord, I wonder Who's gonna fill their shoes uh, Derek on the text line says, Matt, can't imagine how tough this is for you and your crew. Most people are afforded the ability to go to work and have that time to reflect without having to talk about it. You guys are in my prayers, and of course, Roger's family. Thanks for being that rock for your radio family from Derek. Derek, hey, I'm just, you know, I told uh, Beaver before we came on the air, I said, yeah, I don't know how it's going to go. And, you know, it's just one of those where I hope I can continue to talk without getting choked up because I'm telling you, I'm ugly as it is. You ought to see me when I get choked up. Ugh, hard to look at <laughs> and uh, listen to. And I really, so far, the Lord's kind of just, you know, giving you the strength that you need, I think, to this point. Uh, the mailman in Jackson says, I've been unplugged the last few days, and this news of Roger's passing is a shock. He was funny, knowledgeable, made me feel like a friend, even though we never met. He will be missed, and I'm truly sorry for you and us for this loss. God bless. Um, Antonio, <laughs> bringing up that. Roger, we really laughed, and he got a great big kick out of that. Me pointing out that line in that commercial. It was a baseball game commercial, and right in the middle it just said, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. I'd bring that up, and Roger would laugh his head off. It was just <laughs> something funny about it. It really was. <clears throat> Unnamed texture says, Roger was a great man. He always seemed larger than life coming out of those radio speakers. 
And like JB said, you meet him in person. He's a big guy now. He's a big one. I am going to miss, you know, when I would come to uh, Jackson pretty regularly, I'd always get there, you know, early and Beaver and Chris would be on the air. And the first thing I'd do, I'd just go to Roger's office and sit down and hang out with him. He was working, pecking away on his computer, but he'd always tell me, you know, what was going on around the station. And uh, he had this big picture of Johnny Cash, a young Johnny, a black and white picture of a young Johnny Cash and really cool looking deal, you know, and in his prime. And he had it right there across from his desk and it was on the floor and, you know, just leaning up against the wall. And I asked uh, Rogers, you want me to hang this up? He said, no, no, no. I like it where it is right there. It's eye level when I sit down at this desk. <laughs> see, so he wasn't putting Johnny Cash's picture on the wall so somebody else could see it. He had it in his office so he could see it. He wanted it eye level when he sat at his desk. All right. Uh, phone line. Divinity Equipment phone line. Anti-Shark Rebel Paul. Hey, Paul. What's up, man? Hey, guys. How are you? Hanging in there. I just I, I was just telling me, but I didn't hear about Roger until uh, the previous show and extending him uh, my condolences. And I, I do to you, too. And I know it's I know it's hard because I just lost a very, very close friend uh, recently, and you just going to have to remember the good times because I know with him there had to be a lot of them, and uh, I, I really appreciated him. And you're in good hands with with Beaver, though. I mean, he he'll take care of you. No doubt about but, it. Uh, no doubt but about I know, it. I know both of you, and I know everybody there is going to miss miss him. And I called in a couple of weeks ago. And you know I'm a big old Miss fan. Mm -hmm. But I had to brag on the prelude to your show. I just thought it was so good, or I still do think it's good. I did not realize that Roger, I guess, composed that? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we collaborated on it. Mm -hmm. Collaborated, okay. Because yeah. he made a comment after I was on off the phone and on the show about, well, I guess we'll have to keep that around another week or two. But anyway. <laughs> well, and see, that was kind of a running thing. You know, we started the show, uh, I guess this would have been August of 2018, and that entire football season we had that open, and the conversation right. was, well, we'll once we get done with football, this first football season, we'll change it up or whatever. And we never did, and and there was this deal where at one point I told Roger, I said, "Yeah, I'll come up with something else. I, I'll come up with it. You know, you, you're busy. I'll come up with that." And then he, a week later, he asked me, "You get you got anything figured out? You know what you want?" Ah, no, I don't know. And then one week turned into one month, and then one month turned into three months. Next thing you know, it was <laughs> nearly a year later. We're still using it, and then he started to, on purpose, pick on me. Because I had procrastinated so badly on getting a new open. And and he was like, Well, look, you you might as well just leave it now. <laughs> if you're not gonna redo yeah, it by now. Well. <laughs> I tell you, I've been around a long time. I'm soon to be fifty seven and I appreciate hearing Jack Crystal's voice again. Although I'm a huge Ole Miss fan, I always was just captured by Jack Crystal's voice. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you remember or old enough to remember Stan Torgerson. Oh, yes. He was at Ole Miss. The two of them were, you know, Ole Miss and State and back and forth. And, you know, they were just great. One from Tupelo, one from Meridian. But but they did a great job. And 
And one other thing, I've always been impressed with both uh, Beave and uh, Roger. When I would call in, I may not call in for two weeks, but hey, Paul, <laughs> like, I don't know, you know it's me. So, anyway, Isn't that funny? <laughs> I either got a very good voice or a very bad. I don't know, but anyway, they they, they seem to have a heck of a memory. But yeah, y'all carry on, and uh, I'm glad to hear the things you said or the the previous caller about Roger being involved and in all the ministry that he was. I wasn't aware of that. But, mm-hmm. uh, sounds listen, like Paul, be. I'm and telling you, this is not this. listen. This is not an exaggeration. Almost a day didn't go by that he didn't say something to me about the youth group that he worked with at his church or about that Wells Fest that he was so involved with helping to uh, to put on. You know, he was voted the chair of it, so he had a lot of responsibility with it. He It, it meant a lot to him, both those things. And he'd tell me some you know, some funny stories. And I admire that so much about him. One of the things I said earlier in the show, Paul, was that um, I made some bullet notes of things I would say about him to describe him. And Roger had this, he had this put himself out there ability, air quotes, put himself out there, you know, and, and regretfully, I've always, I've, I've never had that. I've always been jealous of that. I've wanted that. I don't have it. It doesn't come to me naturally. And Roger was this guy who, like, he 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 just had this. Uh, he just put himself out there, just totally do right. it. And like, here's this guy who, and he's working all these hours and doing all this stuff for his job, and 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 then goes home and goes and volunteers and leads a youth group and teaches youth Sunday school. You know, and he just put himself out there. And I think that's something that we all really need to. I know I do, and I think we all do. We need to look at that and go, you know what? People who, whether it's easy or whether it's tough, who find ways to, quote, put themselves out there, even when it's uncomfortable or even when it's a little tough at first, those are the people who a lot of times get the most out of the years they have. And I think we all need right. to learn from that. Well, he, he got a kick out of one thing that, that I would do a time or two when I call. And I've told you that my beautiful wife is went to Mississippi State. Yeah. And yours obviously went to Ole Miss. Right. And I wouldn't say anything complimentary to you. I would say, uh, like in a couple of texts, uh, God bless the homecoming. <laughs> right. <laughs> and hotty toddy. And you would never return the hotty toddy. <laughs> no, I ain't going to do but that. Huh? <laughs> I will get on to you the other day when Chris Labonis was on your show a week or so ago. When he said Hell State, you went Hell State right after him. Yeah. Discriminating against my rebels. Well, I'm love you too, Paul. I'm I'm guilty. I will say Hell State. Probably not going to be saying a whole lot of hotty toddies, but hey. That doesn't mean Paul and I can't be buddies. (laughs) Yeah, Roger did get a kick out of that. God bless the homecoming queen. One time, Roger, I mean, Paul got it mixed up and put God bless Miss America on there. And he meant to put homecoming queen. So we're rolling along. We'll stop the streams for you and get them going for hour number two. So join us for that. Stick around. Hour two on 105.9 The Zone. Stay with me.
You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. 